0: Hey everyone, you know who I am, you know what this is. Welcome to another episode of FNF Zone Coverage. So let's jump right into it. Week 15, one of the last few weeks we have of the regular season, in the thick of things. Playoffs seeding is absolutely nuts. Anybody can get in, anybody can drop off at this point. (laughs) Anyone can win the division. It's absolutely incredible. Up first for week fifteen, we have got the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, thirty-five to seventeen upset here for Atlanta. Four hundred nine yards of offense there for them. Three hundred fifty-five for Miami. One turnover for them, three there for the Dolphins. Time possession in favor of the Miami Dolphins, though, um by a pretty wide margin. Uh, about seven and a half minutes, roughly, maybe a little more than that. Matt Ryan, 237 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Cam Newton, two hundred and sixty-two yards, a touchdown, and an interception was sacked six times in this one. Devontae Freeman. 16 attempts, 132 yards, and a touchdown there for the Falcons. J.K. Dobbins, 14 attempts, 51 yards. Edo Smith for Atlanta as well, 7 attempts, 33 yards, 2 touchdowns on the day for him. Uh, Felix Gerard, the rookie for Miami, 9 attempts, 24 yards, and a fumble on the day. Cam Newton chipping in as well, 3 attempts, 19 yards. Matt Ryan with a 7-yard attempt. And another rookie for Miami here, Camden Brown, with a three-attempt, one-yard rush, and a touchdown on the day. Receiving, we've got Josh Gordon on top. Um, Eight receptions, 78 yards, no touchdown. Mike Gusecki, eight receptions, 75 yards, The Falcons, Devontae Freeman, three receptions, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Cody Latimer, seven receptions, 53 yards there for Miami as well. Uh, Jamar Chase, three receptions, 50 yards. Darius Slayton, three receptions, 38 yards there for Atlanta, Preston Williams, four receptions, 33 yards, and a touchdown for Miami. Calvin Ridley, two receptions, 33 yards. Uh, Cameron Brate, three receptions, 18 yards, and a touchdown for Atlanta. Defensively, we got Joel with an I because, you know, again, can't pronounce this dude's last name, and nor am I going to continue to try to pronounce it. Um 11 tackles, tackle for a loss, a sack, and an interception. Great game for him. Raquan McMillan for Miami. Um, eight tackles on the day. Atlanta's Isaac Taylor Stewart and Isaiah Oliver both with eight tackles. Miami's Kendall Fuller and Ricardo Allen with seven tackles. Uh, Atlanta's Desmond Trufant, 7 tackles and a tackle for a loss as well as Xavier Howard, for Miami 6 tackles, tackle for a loss let's see here, find some big ones uh, Deidre and Sonat 4 Atlanta, 5 tackles tackle for a loss, 2.5 sacks um, we've got Foysaid Olukin 4 tackles, half a sack Miami's Jerry Rutherford, four tackles, three for a loss. Uh, Back over to Atlanta, Justin Hollins, three tackles, tackle for a loss on a sack. Uh, Bobby McCain from Miami, two tackles and an interception as well. Kicking, we got Brandon McManus making his only field goal from 52 yards, connecting on both extra points. Mm -hmm. Kaime Fairbairn, Fairbairn uh missing on his field goal attempt and connecting on all five extra points as well. Moving on, we have uh San Fran. 49ers taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars scoring 61 points. Uh 61 14 victory here for San Francisco scoring 42 in the second half alone, 21 in each quarter, 671 yards of offense there for them, 91 for Jacksonville, less than 50 yards offense rushing and passing for them. Two turnovers for both teams, time possession in favor of San Francisco, 19-20, 12-37. Brock Purdy, 233 yards, two touchdowns, getting some work. And Jimmy Garoppolo, 262 yards, three touchdowns, interception. And Jared Goff, 94 yards, touchdown and an interception. Sacked six times as well in this one. Tevin Coleman, 18 attempts, 134 yards, three touchdowns. Great day for him. Uh, Jacksonville's Leonard Fournette, four attempts, 25 yards. Kylan Hill as well. For Jacksonville, five attempts, sixteen yards. Brock Purdy, uh three attempts, sixteen yards, and a fumble. Again, I've said this once, I've said this twice, ten times, twenty times, a hundred times. I'm gonna be saying this till the end of the year. Um quarterback fumbles. Uh I don't know. This guy's gotta get down. They gotta get these QBs out of bounds. Just this has been the year of the QB fumble I don't understand it I really don't um receiving Dante Pettis 12 receptions 282 yards four touchdowns there for him uh he pretty much was Sam Franz like go to this game he was that offense for the most part um amazing game for Dante Pettis George Kittle four receptions 78 yards 2-2 Atwell two receptions 61 yards Daryl Daniels, a reception of 36 yards, as well as Debo Samuel, two receptions, 33 yards. For Jacksonville, we've got Vance McDonald, two receptions, 32 yards, and a touchdown. Josh Oliver, four receptions for 26 yards. DJ Chark Jr., two receptions, 20 yards. Leonard Fournette chipping in, two receptions for nine yards as well. And you've got Robert Foster with a two-yard receiving touchdown as well. First couple here for Jacksonville, defensively, Trayvon Diggs, 9 tackles, as well as Shaheen Carter with 9 tackles, Telvin Smith and Miles Jack, both with uh, 8 tackles, and Ronnie Harrison with 7 tackles and an interception. Next couple here for Sam Fran, Richard Sherman, 6 tackles, Fred Warner, 5 tackles, tackle for a loss and an interception. Nick Bosa, 5 tackles, tackle for a loss, 3 sacks, good game for him. Keon uh four tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. Jacksonville's Josh Allen. Next couple being Jacksonville once again, uh, four tackles, tackle for a loss, two sacks. AJ Boye and Brian bodley Body Calhoun, uh, and I'm pretty sure that's Brian instead of like Brian. It's spelled like Brian, so we'll go with that. Uh, Brian Body Calhoun. As well as Bouye, four tackles. We um, got the Buckner for San Fran, two tackles, tackle for loss, and a sack. As well as the Ford with two tackles and a sack as well. Kicking, not much. Um, two for two from extra point for Dustin Hopkins and Giorgio Tevecchio, seven of nine. Moving on, we have got uh, Baltimore taking on Cincinnati. Baltimore looking for that uh, playoff push here. 21-17 win there for them. 443 yards, 238 for Cincinnati. Just over 50 offensive rushing yards. The only turnover coming in way of Baltimore as well. And um, time possession just very, very huge in favor of Baltimore. I want to say that's roughly 20, just under 20 minutes maybe. I don't know. My brain's about fried for the day. Any other time, I can pretty much register that right away. But I want to say it's about 20 minutes, give or take. Um, let's get individual, individual stats here. Uh, Tanner Morgan, 187 yards, two touchdowns. Kyler Murray, 281 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception as well. Rushing, we've got Todd Gurley on top, 23 attempts, 97 yards, and a touchdown there. Just missing out on his 100-yard day in Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati's Damian Williams, 13 attempts, 51 yards. Mark Ingram, 14 attempts, 49 yards. And, you know, that's actually one of those things. um, We have... With Kyler Murray on this team, um, there's a couple things that ensued with that happening. Um, I mean, they already had Mark Ingram. Um, and they have a, a really good two headed beast in Gurley and Ingram for this team. Um Murray goes to Baltimore. Um, they did give up uh Marquise Brown and Marlon Humphrey. But they also got uh, Nikhil Harry and J.C. Jackson in return with Kyler Murray in that deal with New England. Um, definitely helping them out in a way where uh, like, they got players back for what they gave up. Um, solid players on top of that. And then they give up Lamar Jackson for Gurley and Aaron Donald. Um, I believe maybe there was a pick thrown in there as well. I honestly can't remember um, like, that's just one of those things, just, like I said, a a great two-headed backfield right there with Gurley and Ingram, um, and then you got Murray, who likes to run too, I mean, he's like Lamar Jackson-esque, um, the only difference is Murray likes to kind of sit in the pocket a little longer than what, what Jackson does, so he's a little more, um, manageable, um, and then, of course, getting those two players back in return for New England, um, you know, solid players, uh, a little, a little more, uh, cost efficient for this team, um, and it did, definitely did wonders for them as they're pushing towards the playoffs, uh, like I said, you got Gurley, who's pretty much the starter at this point, Ingram, I mean, I, I wouldn't even call him second string, I'd call him 1A and 1B, because they're both starters for this team, um, and they're used both almost as much. Uh so that's one thing. You just never know who the ball is going to go to. And then you got Kyler Murray creeping in. Um speaking of, he as I get back on track, uh three attempts for 12 yards as well um to go along with his passing totals. So again, like just somebody who can who can run if need be, solid passing. got the two-headed monster in the backfield um the force to be reckoned with an aaron donald so uh let's move on to receiving you got their number one guy case and rudy seven receptions 99 yards just missing out on that 100 yard day of course didn't get a touchdown either cincinnati's antonio ghani golden two receptions 92 yards and a touchdown Baltimore's is Miles Boykin, four receptions, sixty-six yards, and a touchdown. Nikhil Harry, as I had mentioned, six receptions, sixty-four yards. Um, like he's not always going to be breakout. Uh, he'll he'll get you some decent yardage, some receptions when they're needed. But there are games where Nikhil Harry can just go off. Um, it happened in New England over the past two seasons. I I feel that it'll definitely happen in Baltimore's you know gets a little more acclimated to uh to that offense uh mark andrews as well four receptions 36 yards uh next couple here for cincinnati you've got tyler boyd four receptions 36 yards Jalen richard with a 13 yard reception and mark ingram's name popping up once again seven yard touchdown reception for him as well um I can't remember remember if I said Richards was a, a touchdown reception or not, but if not, that was a 13-yard touchdown reception as well. Moving on to defense. Um, again, uh, I guess we're going to make my job easy on this one. First, I want to say like 6-7 for Cincinnati. Um, Jordan Hicks, 11 tackles, tackle for a loss and an interception. Jesse Bates, 10 tackles and a tackle for a loss. Josh Jackson with 9 tackles. Uh, Kamu Kruger-Hill, 8 tackles, 2 tackles for a loss and a sack, William Jackson with 5 tackles, and Darquez Denard with 5 tackles and a tackle for a loss as well, next couple here being Baltimore, um, Marcus Peters and Tony Jefferson, both with 4 tackles, Aaron Donald, a name I had mentioned earlier, uh, not a huge game here for him, but like he he only had 4 tackles and a tackle for a loss, but he likely was probably getting double-covered. And the thing about this is um, with Aaron Donald, with him being the way he is on defense, um, teams start to double-team, they start to triple-team him, um, and it really allows for somebody else in that defense to step up and make a play. Uh, overall, it's, I mean, like there was no turnover for for Cincinnati I don't believe there are really too many sacks in this one as well um so from a standpoint like this was just a really good tackling game between the defense but again like even though Aaron Donald didn't have an amazing game that normally he would have um at the same time like there's a lot of guys here for Baltimore that had just you know multiple tackles very few having like one Um, just a lot of guys with, and, and it's even spread out as well. Just like a lot of guys with a lot of tackles here. And, you know, when you have somebody like Aaron Donald, um, being able to do what he does and then being double teamed, being triple teamed, allowing somebody else to make a play really makes these other guys have to step up and earn their money. Um, and, you know, maybe even make a couple extra bucks if they can make a play. Uh, Getting back on track here, we've got Deshaun Elliott to finish off Baltimore here with three tackles. Um, Back over to Cincinnati, we have uh, Javon Hargrave and Andrew Vaughn-Ginkle, both with three tackles and two tackles for a loss. Kalen Saunders with three tackles and a sack. Um, J.C. Jackson for Baltimore, as I had mentioned, just an overall solid player. You know, like I said, this game more than any for um, Baltimore is about tackling. J.C. Jackson with three tackles on the day. Uh, Earl Thomas with two. Pretty much most of what I see here. Um, Trey Williams for Baltimore, two tackles and a sack as well. So let's move on to kicking. Um, Jason Sanders for the Bengals connecting on his only attempt of 29 yards as well as uh, making both his extra points. And then you've got Justin Tucker 0-1 for from field goal range, but that field goal was blocked as well. So that would explain why it was not good. Um, He did nail all three extra points though. So as we move on, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Houston Texans. Pittsburgh fighting for a playoff spot as well. Um, Houston trying to creep up in there. I believe it's a little too late for them. But there, there may be a slight chance if everything goes in their favor. 49-22 um, to 22 victory there for them, scoring 21 points in the second quarter alone. 462 yards of offense there for Pittsburgh, 402 for Houston, two turnovers for the Texans, five for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, time possession in favor of Pittsburgh as well by just under a minute. Deshaun Watson, 309 yards, four touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, Joe Burrow struggles continuing, 284 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Daniel Jones getting a little bit of work in here as well for Houston. 67 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And even De'Aaron King, so the backup's taking a little play in this game um, for Pittsburgh here. 89 yards and an interception for him as well. Rushing Jalen Samuels on top. Six attempts, 63 yards, and a touchdown. Duke Johnson Jr. for the Texans, 16 attempts, 28 yards. Back to Pittsburgh, Chris Carson, 9 attempts, 26 yards. Daniel Jones chipping in with his few uh, plays, even on uh, offense from a passing standpoint, one attempt for 9 yards as well. As we head over to receiving, we've got Houston's Will Fuller. Four receptions, 168 yards, two touchdowns on the day. Juju Smith-Schuster, seven receptions, 145 yards, and a touchdown. Houston's K.J. Hill, six receptions, 142 yards, three touchdowns as well. So great, great game for K.J. Hill. Um... Definitely a breakout game for the second-year man from Ohio State. Back over to Pittsburgh, uh, their number one guy, Caden Smith, 11 receptions, 127 yards and a touchdown. He is almost always good um, week in, week out. Cody Hill for Houston, two receptions, 46 yards. Chris Carson chipping in for Pittsburgh as well. Uh, Two receptions, 39 yards to go along with those rushing totals. Uh, Antonio Brown, only a 7-yard reception in this one. So, you know, it almost seems to me that Brown could very well possibly be on his way out of Pittsburgh once again. Um, He hasn't been used a ton. And, I mean, even when he's been in, it's just like he's... He's not just what he was from a couple years ago. I mean, it's unfortunate, but when you got that diva attitude, it's honestly no surprise. Over to defense, uh, Houston, Zach Cunningham, 10 tackles, three for a loss as well as an interception. Pretty good day for him. Devin Bush in Pittsburgh, 8 tackles, tackle for a loss, interception as well. Ryan Shazier finishing up his career, um, 8 tackles, 2 tackles for a loss. And you know he wants to reach the playoffs as this is going to be his final season. So he he definitely wants to be there for sure and have a, a last push, hopefully, before he hangs it up. Uh, Next couple, Houston here. Bradley Roby, six tackles, tackle for a loss. Three interceptions on the day for the corner. Uh, Great day for Roby. Chuck Clark, six tackles. Justin Reed, five tackles and a tackle for a loss. Benardrick McKinney, four tackles, tackle for a loss. Pittsburgh's Drill Casey, four tackles, three for a loss. Um... Steven Nelson as well for Pittsburgh, three tackles and an interception. Kyle Van Noy, two tackles, and a tackle for a loss. Um that pretty much rounds that up. Uh Terrell Basham for Pittsburgh as well with a sack. One tackle and a sack. Nothing major. Just wanted to note the sack on that one. So let's move over to kicking here. Um You've got Brett Mayer making all seven extra points, as well as Chris Boswell connecting on both his extra point attempts as well. Up next, we have got the Denver Broncos taking on the Oakland Raiders, looking to bounce back from that loss to Cleveland. Um, They do. Not really in convincing fashion as they just skate by on this one. 17-10, to Um, 313 yards there for Denver, 302 for Oakland, the only turnover going to Oakland as well. And time possession in favor of the Broncos in this one, 18-27 to 13-33, just under 5 minutes. Uh, Herbert, 159 yards, 2 touchdowns on the day, was sacked 4 times. Derek Carr, 242 yards, touchdown, and he was sacked three times as well. Uh Philip Lindsay for Denver, 30 attempts, 126 yards on the day. Oakland's Latavius Murray, 19 attempts, 53 yards. Um Andy Janovich, I want to say is how you pronounce that. For the Never Broncos, two attempts, thirteen yards. Herbert chipping in as well, three attempts, for 12 yards, even Derek Carr, just a seven-yard rush attempt. For receiving, first couple being Oakland here, 10 receptions, 110 yards and a touchdown for Darren Waller, great day for the tight end. And Hunter Renfro, four receptions for 56 yards. Denver's Geronimo Allison, three receptions, 48 yards. Denver's Robert Woods, three receptions for 40 yards. Cortland Sutton, who's normally up on top here for Denver, only two receptions for 34 yards in this one. Noah Font with three receptions, 24 yards. And Mike Williams with two receptions for 22 yards as well. Uh, Latavius Murray for Oakland, chipping in on the receiving end to add to his rushing totals three receptions for 19 yards Tyrell Williams two receptions 17 yards as well uh, Denver's Philip Lindsey chipping in on the receiving end as well with his rushing totals just like uh Murray for Oakland but he had two receptions for 17 yards and a touchdown um Johnny Dixon for Denver as well with a 14 yard touchdown reception to round out our receiving. On defense, we got Jelani Tavai for Oakland, 13 tackle day for him, so great game for the linebacker. Uh, Isaiah Simmons and Chris Harris Jr. for the Denver Broncos, both with nine tackles on the day. Next few being Oakland here, we've got Nikki Nickel Roby Coleman. <laughs> Getting ahead of myself with his name here, combining the first part of his last name and his first name. Nickel Roby Coleman. Uh, eight tackles. Daryl Worley with six. Trayvon Mullen with six. Uh, Takarist McKinley with six. Denver's Sean Wade. Five tackles. Calais Campbell for the Broncos as well. Five tackles, two for a loss. Uh, back over to Oakland, we've got Cole Holcomb with five tackles. Matthew Ionotis and Denver, four tackles, two for a loss on a sack. Uh, actually, yeah, these next two will be Oakland, or Denver as well, sorry. Quentin Dunbar and Kareem Jackson, both with four tackles. Uh, the Raiders, Justin Houston, four tackles, three sacks. Kenneth Murray for the Broncos, three tackles and a sack. John Simon for Oakland, three tackles, tackle for a loss and a half, a sack. Derek Barnett for Denver, two tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack as well. Kicking, uh... Daniel Carlson for the Oakland Raiders, 1-2 for on the day. The lone make being from 26 yards and connecting on his only extra point attempt. And Greg Zerloin connecting on his only field goal attempt on the day from 31 yards, as well as making both his extra points as well. And from there, we have got the Cleveland Browns taking on the San Diego Crusaders, Cleveland last week, as you know, beating Denver to uh, to break their undefeated streak um, having a very convincing win here against the Crusaders, a 48 nothing victory. Scoring 24 points alone in the fourth quarter. 219 yards of offense there for the Browns. Only 70 yards for the Crusaders in this game. 70 yards. Just over 50 passing. Not even 20 rushing. 70 total yards. 18 rushing. 52 passing. Absolutely incredible. Um, Another key thing in this game. Turnovers especially. Just one there for Cleveland. Five of them for the San Diego Crusaders. Um, The only thing in favor of San Diego in this one was time of possession. Not that it really mattered, um, but it was by five minutes even. Individual stats. um, Baker Mayfield, 104 yards, interception on the day. And Easton Stick for San Diego, 121 yards, four interceptions, sacked 12 times in this one. Wow, what a day for that Cleveland defense. Holy shit. Man, I'm going to love to see who has those stats. I guarantee you somebody's got like three or four sacks on that Cleveland defense. Um, be- Before we get there, we have to move on to rushing. Uh, Travis Etienne, as he's been so many times this year, up on top rushing. 10 attempts, 77 yards, 3 touchdown day for the second-year man out of Clemson, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, Nick Chubb for Cleveland as well. 7 attempts, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Easton Stick chipping in with his... uh, passing totals, three attempts, 23 yards, three fumbles from the third-year quarterback out of uh, North Dakota State. Again, just I keep saying this over and over and over, but I believe that's the first time we've seen a quarterback with three fumbles in one freaking game. That is absolutely insane. I I don't know if those happened on the sack or if they happened on the runs, but if they happened on the runs, I would not run with Easton Stick at all. Not if he's going to fumble as many times as he's run the ball. Dear Lord Almighty. Um. All right, let's finish up rushing here. Uh, C.J. Anderson for Cleveland, five attempts, 22 yards, and a touchdown as well. To finish it off, Uh, on to receiving. Hunter Henry for San Diego, four receptions for 40 yards. Jarvis Landry for Cleveland with a 37-yard reception. Uh, Ball spread out quite a bit between both teams. Not that there was many passing yards to begin with. Um, Keenan Allen back to San Diego for the next couple here. Um, Two receptions for 27 yards for him. And Royce Freeman, no rushing totals in this one, but five receptions for 27 yards on the day for him. Next few here being Cleveland, we've got David Njoku, two receptions, 26 yards. Nick Chubb helping out on the receiving end as well with those rushing totals. Two receptions for 24 yards, and T. Higgins, two receptions for 20 yards as well. Now we get to the bread and butter in this one the defensive stats the thing i wanted to see the most in this game uh all right let's start it off here we've got cleveland's rookie phenom from washington middle linebacker joseph gribble 12 tackles on the day a dozen for him two for a loss a sack and an interception just an incredible game for him Absolutely amazing game for him. Uh, Micah Parsons for San Diego. Wow. Uh, So, just a side note here. Not only did Gribble have double-digit tackle totals, but he had twice as many tackles as the guy in second. So, Micah Parsons, the guy in second here. Six tackles, two tackles for a loss, and a sack on the day for him as well. Up next, sticking with the Crusaders, we've got Dylan Moses. Five tackle day for him. Back to Cleveland as the next couple are Cleveland. We've got Joe Schobert, uh, Five tackles and a second and a half along with an interception for him. So... Pretty good day for him. That's, what, two and a half sacks right there. Plus two of the four interceptions, I believe, is what it was. Um, Denzel Ward, five tackles, tackle for a loss. Oliver Vernon, five tackles, six sacks. I knew somebody was going to have more than three. Holy fuck. Dude got half the sacks by himself in this game. I'm, I'm honestly surprised he didn't break the uh, single game record for sacks in this one. Dude had more sacks than what he had tackles. Wow. Oliver Vernon going off, man. I mean, don't hear his name often, let alone for a crazy sack stat, but holy hell. Someone give that man MVP. Jesus almighty. Anyway, let's move on. Before I get too stuck into that. Oh, man. Incredible game. Miles Garrett. Uh, Four tackles. He had a sack as well. So that counts for nine and a half of the 12 sacks. Greedy Williams for Cleveland as well, four tackles, uh San Diego, couple stats here. Casey Hayward Jr. Adrian Phillips both with four tackles on the day. Uh Mac Wilson for Cleveland, three tackles, tackle and a half, and a sack and a half, which gives us now eleven sacks. So there's one to be had yet uh Christian Fulton for the Crusaders three tackles and an interception Ushne Nauso I don't even know how to pronounce the dude's name Ushne Nausu possibly don't know anyway three tackles tackle for a loss for him as well uh Anthony Brown for Cleveland two tackles and an interception Sheldon Richardson coming in with that other sack. And haha Clinton Dix with the final interception as well there for Cleveland. And such an amazing defensive game for them. Especially Oliver Vernon. Jesus almighty. Um finishing off this game. Let's head to uh kicking where you know. Austin Siebert's feeling a little alone here. No other stats other than him. 2-for-2 on the day from field goal range. Uh, 39 being the long and making all 6 extra points. 8 total kicks, 8 total makes for Austin Siebert. And this just complete destruction of the San Diego Crusaders. Uh speaking of total destruction of teams here. Uh up next we've got Tennessee Titans taking on the Buffalo Bills, a 77-6 very very convincingly done win for the Titans. Um scoring nothing less than 14 in every single quarter in this one, scoring a total of 49. Of those 77 in the second half alone, 21 in the third, 28 in the fourth, nearly 800 yards of offense for Tennessee, 797, um, 222 yards of offense for the Bills. Both teams with two turnovers and, of course, time possession is going to go to Tennessee here by just under five minutes. Um, yeah, okay, I don't know why this is a thing here, but 514 yards for Damian Richardson, five touchdowns, and an interception. Um, again, I don't understand why they bothered to keep him in the game this long, but I guess it is what it is at this point. Uh, Josh Allen, 125 yards, two interceptions, sacked 10 times in this one. Um, I'm definitely thinking we're going to have another guy with at least a couple sacks here in this one for, uh, that Tennessee defense. Uh, moving on to rushing once again, Damian Richardson on top here, nine attempts, 128 yards, uh, four touchdowns, two fumbles. This is nine total touchdowns between one player. Again, I don't understand why quarterbacks are running this much at times, let alone the fact the dude already had 115, 114 yards passing and five touchdowns, but then 128 yards rushing and four touchdowns. Just unspeakable. Something's got to be done about that. Anyway, Zach Moss for Tennessee, um, eleven attempts, 111 yards, two touchdowns for him. Derrick Henry, 6 attempts, 65 yards. For Buffalo, we've got Devin Singletary, 16 attempts, 57 yards. David Johnson, 7 attempts, 21 yards. And Josh Allen chipping in as well, um, 4 attempts, for 19 yards. Receiving, Jonu Smith, first couple here being Tennessee, 10 receptions, 208 yards, a touchdown. Richard Perryman, 7 receptions, 113 yards, 2 touchdowns. A.J. Brown, 2 receptions, 84 yards. For Buffalo, we've got Gerald Everett, 3 receptions, 39 yards. Back to Tennessee, Corey Davis with a 35-yard touchdown reception. Uh, David Johnson chipping in for Buffalo, uh, 2 receptions, 32 yards. Rondale Moore, 27 yard touchdown reception for Tennessee as well. On defense, first two being the Bills, Jordan Poyer, 11 tackles, tackle for a loss. Tredavious White, 9 tackles, and an interception. For Tennessee, Kaiser White, 8 tackles, 3 sacks on the day. I knew we'd have at least one guy with multiple sacks in this one Tremaine Trayman Edmonds uh, for Buffalo seven tackles Tennessee is Rashawn Evans seven tackles Xavier McKinney six tackles tackle for a loss uh, Buffalo's Bud Dupree six tackles three sacks for him as well Jeffrey Simmons Jr. for Tennessee, five tackles, two sacks. Harold Landry, the third in Tennessee, five tackles, tackle for a loss, two sacks as well there for him. Micah Hyde for Buffalo, four tackles. Adore Jackson for Tennessee, four tackles and an interception. Amani Hooker, three tackles and interception there for the Titans as well. Uh, Kamale Correa with three tackles and a sack, as well as Jayon Brown with three tackles and a sack as well. Uh, Taco Charlton for Tennessee, two tackles and a sack to finish off that last one there. Kicking, Matt Coughlin, the rookie for Michigan State for Buffalo, two for two on the day, 46 being as long, um, no extra point attempts, obviously, and then Tennessee's Joy Sly, uh, 11 attempts, making every single one. Um, before I move on to the next game, though, I just want to say, like, I'm not one for QBs having massive stats like that, definitely not just one over the other, um, Like huge passing stats, and then, or huge rushing stats. Um, And then, of course, you got like this game where the quarterback had huge rushing and passing totals. Um, I'm all for records and stuff being broken, Um, but for rules to be blatantly broken because you just want to see your player get stats, um, I don't appreciate that. And, you know, there's there's been a rule in place where if you're up by so much, um, statistically, you need to bring backups in to counteract those huge yardage um, totals for players. Uh, I did that because of issues from year one with that happening consistently week in, week out with just records being smashed. Um, Because I don't want to see that. I want to see realistic stats for the most part. A couple games here and there that just go crazy. You know, it is what it is. It's whatever. I'd rather see that head-to-head anyway over an AI. Um, I guess we'll see what happens from here. But honestly, if it continues, I may just force it where backups have to be brought in at the half regardless of what the stats are if I, if that's the only way I can maintain to not have stat padding because people want to go and, you know, not do anything the first half just so they can crush it the second half. Like, you obviously know what you're doing with your players. Um, You can't say you get caught up in the moment because, like, the game even tells you, like, hey, you know, People got this going on. People that got, got that going on. Um, so there comes a time where you need to just check periodically anyway. And just be like, okay, well, look. Dude's got this. Maybe I should, like, take him out. Um, quarterback should not be having five passing touchdowns and four rushing touchdowns. Like, it rarely, if ever, happens in a game. So it doesn't need to happen here. Um, players... Quarterbacks having, uh, like, 9, 10, 11, 12 touchdowns passing shouldn't be happening. Um, halfbacks having, like, 6, 7, 8 rushing touchdowns really shouldn't be happening. I mean, 6, you know, I'm not too huge on that, but, you know, it, it's it's only 2 what the normal would be, because the record's 4 as it is. Um... And if 7 were to happen after 6 happens, it should be a lengthy while before that happens. Not like the next week. Um, Even regular season totals. um, I don't want to see all that shit smashed beyond repair. Um, Wide receivers with like 12 freaking touchdowns in a game. Actually, it's like... I don't know, six or seven, something like that. But still, um, between that and the yardage, I, I hate to say it, to see it. Um, can't talk about it enough either. Uh, but let's move on. Um, next game, convincing win. OKC, uh, Oklahoma City Nighthawks taking on Carolina Panthers. 41, nothing there for them. Uh, 21 points scored in the first quarter alone for Oklahoma City. Uh, four thirty-four Five offensively for them on yards gained sixty-three for the Panthers. Thirty-one rushing, thirty-two passing, one turnover for the Nighthawks, four for the Carolina Panthers, and time possession. No surprise in favor of OKC as well. 1709 to 1446. Taking a look at the individual stats here, we've got uh, Jacob Eason for Oklahoma City with 29 yards on a touchdown, getting in a little bit of work for the backup. Jameis Winston, 202 yards, three touchdowns on the day for him. And Mitchell Trubisky for the Panthers, 50 yards, three interceptions. Rushing Le'Veon Bell on top. Uh, Actually, the first couple are going to be OKC. Uh, 14 attempts, 117 yards, and a touchdown there for him. Melvin Gordon, 8 attempts, 56 yards, and a fumble. As well as the third-string quarterback, Kellen Munn, who in recent weeks has been getting a couple attempts and a couple snaps here with running the ball. Um, Two attempts, three. 32 yards there for him. For Carolina, we've got Austin Eckler, 8 attempts, 20 yards, and a fumble. Kenneth Gainwell, the rookie from Memphis, with 3 attempts and 11 yards as well. Mike Evans on top receiving. Um... Yeah, as I said, receiving, uh, Mike Evans on top, seven receptions, 151 yards, two touchdowns for him, Chris Godwin, a 52-yard touchdown reception, and Kiki Cody with a 17-yard reception as well. For Carolina, Austin Eckler chipping in on the receiving end as well, four receptions, 14 yards. Pat Fryermuth, a 13-yard reception. Austin Hooper, an OKC with a 12-yard touchdown reception as well to finish off receiving. As we move on to defense, we've got James Bradbury, the fourth for Carolina, nine tackles, three for a loss. Oklahoma City's... Rex Bird, the third nine tackles three for a loss as well. Um, Julian Love first next couple being Carolina here um, eight tackles tackle for a loss. Trey Boston with seven tackles and Alex Anzalone with five. Next two here for Oklahoma City Jamal Adams four tackles tackle for a loss and an interception. Levante David, four tackles for him as well. Uh, Carolina's Sheldon Rankins, four tackles, one for a loss. Blake Martinez, four tackles. Next few here for OKC. Max Crosby, three tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. Trent Murphy, three tackles and a sack. That's a name I haven't heard in quite some time, actually. If not since maybe the beginning of the year, if that I don't even remember saying his name. Could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, Sean Murphy-Bunning, as well as Carl Nassib, three tackles, tackle for a loss as well. And then you've got Eric Murray with two tackles and an interception, as well as Mike Edwards with two tackles, a tackle for a loss, and an interception to boot there, um... Not too much more in the way of what Carolina has going on. Just want to mention Malik Jackson having a sack for uh, the Nighthawks as well. To go along with his only tackle of the game. Kicking to finish this one off. Josh Lambeau, 2-for-2 on the day. 28 being the long. Connecting on all 5 of his extra points there for the Nighthawks. And, you know... Carolina got blanked so they didn't have nothing (laughs) uh Oklahoma City has been doing that to people a lot this year so let's move on we've got the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Arizona Cardinals uh 29-7 win here for Minnesota scoring 17 in the fourth alone 226 yards of offense for them 124 Arizona only six rushing yards No, sorry, that's five. Five rushing yards for Arizona in this game. Both teams having two turnovers. Time possession in favor of Minnesota by just over seven minutes. Andrew Luck, 132 yards, one touchdown, one interception for Arizona. Sam Darnold, 182 yards, touchdown, two interceptions, was sacked seven times in this one. Dalvin Cook, 17 attempts, 87 yards and a touchdown. Arizona's Tony Pollard, 8 attempts, 11 yards. Even Adam Thielen with uh, a rushing attempt of 4 yards in this one. I don't think I've seen him have a rush attempt all year long. And as we move to receiving, Adam Thielen once again. Let's talk about him some more. Uh, five receptions, 69 yards on the day. Travis Kelsey for the Cardinals. Four receptions, 68 yards. Minnesota Stephon Diggs, four receptions, 46 yards. Andy Isabella for the Cards, five receptions, 44 yards. Devonta Smith for the Vikings, two receptions, 35 yards. Christian Kirk for the Arizona Cardinals, two receptions, 21 yards, and a touchdown. And we've got Kyle Pitts for the Vikings, three receptions, 18 yards, and a touchdown to finish off our receiving. Defense, Bud. Bud, a name you've heard all year long, nine tackles, four tackles for a loss, and a sack on the day, not a bad game for the linebacker, next few being of Arizona here, Byron Murphy Jr., eight tackles and an interception, Buda Baker with seven tackles, Jerome Baker and Brett Wickstrom, seven tackles, tackle for a loss, and a sack each for both of them guys, Patrick Peterson, six tackles and a tackle for a loss. Back over to Minnesota, we've got Eric Kendricks, five tackles, two for a loss. Vaughn Miller, big one here for Arizona, five tackles, three and a half sacks on the day. Uh, Quincy Wilson, next couple being Minnesota, four tackles, tackle for a loss for him. Emmanuel Mosley has four tackles, two for a loss. Marcus Williams and, nope, sorry, he's from Arizona. Nah, we'll name him off anyway. Uh, Marcus Williams and Arizona's Deontay Thompson, both with four tackles. And then we've got Danielle Hunter, four tackles, two tackles for a loss, and two sacks. Um, Back over to the Cardinals, we've got Chandler Jones, three tackles, and a sack and a half. Mike Hughes for Minnesota, two tackles, tackle for a loss, and an interception. Arizona's Jalen Thompson with a tackle and an interception as well to finish that one off. And we move to the final category, which is kicking. Matt Prater, uh, two for two on the day, long of 33, making all three extra points. And Zane Gonzalez for the Arizona Cardinals, connecting on his only attempt of the game. So with that, we move on to the next one. The London Monarchs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in a battle for the NFC East. Uh, London helping themselves in this one. 42-24 with the victory. 398 yards for them. 420 for Philly. Only turnover also going to Philadelphia and time of possession in favor of the Monarchs by, let's say, seven and a half minutes. Uh, Chris Bercato, 205 yards, three touchdowns for him. Justin Fields, 295 yards, a touchdown, and an interception as well. Zico Elliott, 20 attempts, 116 yards, 2 touchdowns on the day for him. Good game there for Elliott. Forrest Gump, 15 attempts, 84 yards, and a touchdown on the day for him as well. Kareem Hunt getting some some plays in, 10 attempts, 59 yards there for London. Miles Sanders, 40. Five attempts, 26 yards and a touchdown. Chris Mercado chipping in, rushing as well. Three attempts, 18 yards and a touchdown. And Justin Fields getting in on the fun, too. Two attempts for 10 yards. Receiving. Oof. we got a halfback up top here. Forrest Gump here, too. Uh, Two receptions, 73 yards and a touchdown to go along with those uh, rushing totals. Which he scored and almost had a hundred yards just there. Um, Curtis Samuel for Philly as well, four receptions for seventy-one yards. London's Sterling Shepherd, four receptions, fifty-six yards. Next to being Philly, Julio Jones, four receptions, fifty yards. Brandon Cooks, five receptions, forty-five yards. Monarchs Evan Ingram, five receptions. 39 yards and two touchdowns. Zach Ertz, two receptions for 37 yards. Golden Tate for London, two receptions, 32 yards and a touchdown as well. On defense, we've got uh, Akilah Witherspoon. Oh, what the heck just happened here? Oh, okay, because it switched over to my teams. Sorry about that. Uh, Akilah Witherspoon, nine tackles, tackle for a loss. Matt Milano, eight tackles, tackle for a loss as well there for Philly. Next couple being London, Kyrie Willis, seven tackles. Jonathan Jones, seven tackles and an interception. Jermaine Pratt and DeAndre Baker with six tackles. Asaha Williams, six tackles for Philly. J.J. Watt, six tackles. Tackle for loss in a second half there for the Monarchs. Um, Nicholas Murrow, five tackles. Marcus Golden, Dexter Lawrence, and Kendall Sheffield, all for London. Five tackles. Uh, Sheffield also has a half a sack as well. Fletcher Cox for Philly, three tackles and a sack. Anthony Barr for London, two tackles and a sack. Kyler Frackrell, two tackles and a sack for London. And that about wraps that up. Uh, Kicking, we've got Jake Elliott for Philadelphia, connecting on a 46 yarder as well as all three extra points, and Aldrick Roses connecting on all six of his extra points on the game. And this leaves us with just two more games to go in Week 15. The first of the two, we've got the Brooklyn Bulls taking on the Green Bay Packers in a 30-22 victory there for Green Bay 399 yards for them 201 for Brooklyn Uh, Brooklyn had a turnover to green Bay's three not that that mattered anyway and time possession in favor of them as well by quite a bit Uh, Trevor Lawrence getting a little bit of work in nine yards there for him For the rookie from Clemson, uh, Aaron Rodgers, 300 yards, 2 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. Lamar Jackson, 143 yards, and an interception as well. For rushing, we've got Christian McCaffrey on top, 21 attempts, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Sonny Michelle for Brooklyn, 14 attempts, 32 yards. Back to Green Bay, Aaron Jones, 7 attempts, 17 yards, a touchdown, and a fumble. And Lamar Jackson chipping in as well with those uh, sorry passing totals. Uh, 4 attempts, 9 yards, 2 touchdowns for the QB. Uh, even uh, Aaron Rodgers chipping in a little bit here. 4 attempts, 5 yards for him as well. Rookie quarterback Shea Patterson with a five yard attempt. And Jordan Scarlett for Brooklyn as well. Three attempts, one yard, and a touchdown. On the receiving end, we've got Keelan Cole, six receptions, 77 yards for Green Bay. Nick, actually, first three will be Green Bay. Nick Boyle, uh, six receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Henry Ruggs, the third, five receptions, 51 yards. Cooper Cup for the Bulls, 3 receptions, 49 yards. Dallas Godert for Brooklyn, 3 receptions, 48 yards. Back to Green Bay, we've got Devontae Adams, 4 receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Amari Cooper for the Bulls, three receptions for 32 yards. Aaron Jones for Green Bay, chipping in with a 28-yard reception. As well as Christian McCaffrey with two receptions and 19 yards to go along with both of their rushing totals. On defense, uh, first two being for the Bulls here. Uh, Holton Hill, 10 tackles, tackle for a loss. Timothy Poindexter, 8 tackles. Green Bay's Adrian Amos, 8 tackles. Grant Delpit, back to Brooklyn. 7 tackles and an interception. Uh, Carlton Davis with 7 tackles. Dragon Balls, 6 tackles, a sack and an interception. Jawan Bentley, 6 tackles for the Bulls as well as Ogbania. Okoronkwo, whatever the fuck this dude's name is. I really hate these massive, like, out-there names. I really do. They're just so hard to pronounce. It's so hard to figure it out. And then you look them up, and it's like you still can't get any information on how the hell they're pronounced. Anyway, that dude's got six tackles. Uh, so, moving on. Darwin James uh, for Brooklyn. Five tackles, two tackles for a loss, and a sack... Deion Jones sticking with Brooklyn. Three tackles and an interception. Shaq Lawson for Green Bay. Three tackles. Tackle for loss. As well as Kevin King with three tackles. A tackle for a loss there in Green Bay. Um, not much in the way of kicking. Uh, both kickers connecting on All their extra points. um, Six total being made here in this one. And to the final game of week 15. We've got the New England Patriots taking on the New York Jets. Um, I guess I really shouldn't say taking on the New York Jets. Uh, 77-14 win there for New England. Scoring 21 in every quarter but the third. They scored no less than 14 points every quarter. Uh, 569 yards of offense there for them, 92 for the Jets, 5 rushing yards. That's all they had. So another game with just a minimum amount of rushing. Uh, two turnovers for the Jets, three for New England, and time possession in favor of them as for uh, New England as well, 1948-12-12. Jordan Love getting a little bit of work in in this game, 111 yards, three touchdowns on the day for him, for Williamson, Ryan Williamson, 219 yards, 5 touchdowns, an interception. Brett Hundley, 126 yards, 2 touchdowns, 1 interception, sacked 5 times in this one. Uh, rushing totals. Williamson on top here to go along with his uh, passing totals. 6 attempts, 109 yards, a touchdown, and a fumble. Again, like you don't want to see the QB fumble and... You really don't like to see the uh, QB on top rushing either. Um, definitely New England's had an issue with rushing the ball without Saquon. Uh, Kamara just so hard to get going. Um, so kind of that's what it was there. I mean, he did have a 100 rushing yards, but he only had... 219 yards also as well um, with passing that ball. So, you know, Jordan Love got in, so it kind of counteracted that balance there, which in the end wasn't such a horrible game. I mean, he had like 300 yards and what's – well, six total touchdowns is what it would be. So still, I mean, you don't like to see a a huge ton there there. Uh, of all that there either but i mean it kind of was what it was there um at least at least the the touchdown total wasn't excruciatingly massive and uh the yardage was cut down to like 300 as well um moving on sticking with new england jordan love four attempts 52 yards he fumbled as well um and actually i think he got fumbled when he got hit that wasn't even on a rush Uh, Alvin Kamara, 12 attempts, 42 yards, and a touchdown for him. And Jonathan Taylor with 12 attempts and 35 yards for the Jets. We've got Daryl Henderson, 12 attempts and nine yards. Um, Josh Adams with a three-yard attempt, and New England's Chris Elmore with a one-yard attempt as well. Receiving, uh, sticking with Henderson. Four receptions, 103 yards, two touchdowns there for the halfback. Two, I mean, not a great day rushing the ball for him, but he had an amazing day receiving. Donovan Peoples-Jones for New England, two receptions, 62 yards and a touchdown. OBJ with a 61-yard touchdown attempt or reception, not attempt, rather. Uh, Grant Calcaterra continuing with the New England. Uh, four receptions, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Marquise Brown, two receptions, 49 yards, and a touchdown. Albert O'Kay, Wig three receptions, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Chris Herndon, the fourth, two receptions, 26 yards, and a touchdown. Jerry Judy, two receptions, 18 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, finally, another one there for New York, two receptions, 17 yards. Uh, Back to New England, we've got Parrish Burney with a 6-yard touchdown as well. Uh, Pretty much about it for the rest of those totals. So let's move on to defense. Uh, For the Jets, Talanoa Hufunga, Uh, 10 tackles, tackle for a loss cj mosley with seven tackles uh new england's dante hightower six tackles two for a loss tj watt six tackles three tackles for a loss two stacks next couple being the jets here chase lucas as well as mike hilton with five tackles linval joseph and Gennard avery with four tackles Samson and Buckham for New England, four tackles, tackle for a loss, and a sack. Shaquille Barrett for the Jets, three tackles, and a tackle for a loss as well. Uh, Grady Jarrett for New England, three tackles, two sacks. Blake Cashman for the Jets, three tackles, and an interception. Wrapping that one up for the most part, uh, we've got Marlon Humphrey for New England, a tackle and an interception as well. Uh, Kicking, 13 extra total uh, extra attempts made. Um, All of them were made, 11 from Butker and 2 for Eddie Panero for the New England Jets. And that wraps up our week 15. Overall, not too bad. Um, just a couple complaints with, uh, QBs passing, rushing touchdown totals. Um, these other teams are definitely starting to, uh, separate some of the better teams a lot of these teams fight in for a playoff spot fighting hard doing very well a lot of divisions still up in the air yet and we've literally got two weeks left to go just to go over um how is it gonna play out everyone bet you're just as anxious as what we are uh with that Let's move on to week 16, one of the final two weeks of the regular season. And as we move on to week 16, our first game is the Tennessee Titans against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Divisional game here, 63-10 victory for the Titans, scoring 21 in the second. 772 yards of offense there for them. Uh that means I know where this game's going. And 261 yards of offense there for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The lone turnover goes to the Titans and time possession as well by just under 7 minutes. Damian Richardson As I am not surprised, 597 yards, 5 touchdowns, and an interception. Jared Goff for Jacksonville, 191 yards and a touchdown. Let's move on to rushing. Again, uh, second week in a row, kind of not surprised here. 5 attempts, 144 yards, 2 touchdowns there for Richardson. Richardson. Uh, to go with his passing total. So, again, we're looking at nearly 700 yards and seven touchdowns total between passing and rushing. Just something I do not want to see from quarterbacks. I don't want to be seeing that at all. Um, Jacksonville, Kalen Hill. Uh or Kylan Hill rather sorry 14 attempts 42 yards Tennessee's Zach Moss 7 attempts 28 yards like that's the thing I mean you got a halfback who's done pretty solid another halfback who's usually really good uh in Derrick Henry and you want to run every play well obviously not every play but you want to run a lot with your quarterback um I don't know. It's just disheartening to see. Um, anyway, back to this again. Like I said, Zach Moss, seven attempts, 28 yards. Derek Henry, three attempts, 18 yards. Um, back over to Jacksonville, we've got Justin Hardy, 10 attempts, 16 yards. Jared Goff chipping in two yards and, or sorry, two attempts for uh for 12 yards, as well as Richie Worship for Tennessee. Uh two attempts, five yards, but those attempts resulting in a touchdown. Moving to receiving, we've got John Smith for Tennessee, twelve attempts. Uh first couple here being Tennessee. Twelve receptions. Over twelve attempts. Uh a little stuck on the uh on the whole QB rushing thing here right now. Sorry about that guys. Uh 12 receptions for John o. Smith, 183 yards, three touchdowns on the day for him. Uh, Rondale Moore, six receptions, 127 yards. Brashad, Brashad Perryman, four receptions, 116 yards as well there for Tennessee. Uh, Jacksonville, we've got Marquise Lee, five receptions, 84 yards and a touchdown. D.J. Chark, eight receptions, 73 yards. Back to Tennessee, Corey Davis, four receptions, 60 yards. Jeremy Rucker, three receptions, 43 yards on a touchdown. Derrick Henry chipping in on the receiving end as well, three receptions for 32 yards. And A.J. Brown, um, two receptions, 27 yards. Justin Hardy for Jacksonville chipping in here as well, two receptions for 20 yards for him. Um, Even Kylan Hill with a six-yard reception. To go with his rushing totals. And uh, Devin DuVernay for Tennessee with a three-yard touchdown reception. Over to defense, uh, first few being Jacksonville. We've got Ronnie Harrison, 13 tackles, 2 for a loss. A.J. Boyer, 9 tackles. Telvin Smith, 8 tackles, 2 sacks. And Miles Jack with 8 tackles. To Tennessee, we go to Xavier McKinney with 7 tackles. Back to Jacksonville, Trayvon Diggs, 7 tackles and an interception. Vernon Hargraves, the 3rd for Tennessee, 6 tackles. Shaheen Carter, Jacksonville, 6 tackles. Next few being Tennessee, Rashad Fenton, 5 tackles. Uh, Monty Hooker, 5 tackles, tackle for a loss. Harold Landry, the 3rd, and Jayon Brown, 5 tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack each. Uh, Taco Charlton, four tackles, three for a loss. As well as Kevin Byard and Adore Jackson with four tackles each. Jacksonville's Josh Allen, three tackles and a sack. Uh, Kamale Correa for the Tennessee Titans, three tackles, tackle for a loss, and a sack. And that... Pretty much finishes up our defense for this game. And moving on to kicking so I can move on to better things here. Um, Game-wise, we've got Dustin Hopkins for Jacksonville connecting on a 55-yard field goal attempt. And making his only extra point attempt as well as joey sly for the tennessee titans making all nine extra points here um i i don't want to uh i don't want to sink into this game much longer uh so i'm not really going to go into too much more detail about the stuff with the the qb um For this game and for this team specifically Uh, just it's um, it's really a shame it really is because a lot of players could be getting some more touches some more yards than what they're getting because it's all going to the quarterback Um, anyway uh, let's move on next game New England Patriots Oklahoma City Nighthawks, a 38-20 victory here for the Nighthawks. Um, 335 yards offense for them, 369 for New England. Two turnovers for the Nighthawks, four for the Patriots, and time possession in favor of the Patriots as well by just over three minutes. Uh, Jameis Winston, 280 80 yards, 4 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. Ryan Williamson, 254 yards, 4 interceptions, and 5 sacks on the day. Rushing, we've got Alvin Kamara, 11 attempts, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, 14 attempts, 40 yards. Ryan Williamson, 4 attempts, 35 yards, 2 touchdowns. Jameis Winston chipping in with a eight yard attempt. An eight yard attempt there for him. And Melvin Gordon with a seven yard attempt as well. Mike Evans on top receiving. Uh, burning New England's defense in this game. Seven receptions, 152 yards, two touchdowns. Odell Beckham Jr. for New England. Four receptions, 93 yards. Le'Veon Bell getting some work in receiving as well. Six receptions, 54 yards on a touchdown. Jerry Judy for New England, two receptions, 41 yards. Chris Godwin, two receptions, 38 yards on a touchdown. Austin Hooper, two receptions, 36 yards. Kamara getting some work in receiving as well, two receptions, 26 yards. Jonathan Taylor as well, four receptions, 26 yards for the halfback. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, two receptions, 22 yards there for New England as well. On defense, we have first couple being OKC here. Uh, Mike Edwards with 12 tackles and a sack. Levante David, 8 tackles and a tackle for a loss. Rex 3rd, 5 tackles and an interception. As well as Sean Murphy-Bunning, 4 tackles and an interception. To New England, we've got TJ Watt and Shadobe Awuzie, 4 tackles and a tackle for loss each for them. Jamal Dean for Oklahoma City with three tackles. Uh, Devin White with three tackles, two for a loss and an interception for New England. Juan Thornhill with three tackles, tackle for a loss and an interception. Jamal Adams, three tackles, a sack, and two interceptions on the day there for him. Pretty solid game for Jamal Adams. Um, Trent Murphy for OKC as well. Two tackles, two sacks. Carl Nass two tackles and a sack. Which pretty much wraps that up. And two kicking. Josh Lambeau connecting on a 46-yarder. 5 from 5 from extra point. Harrison Bucker missing on his only fuel attempt. And making 2 out of 3 extra points. Up next, we have... The Cleveland Browns taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Cleveland just winning this one 14-13. A missed kick, I'm sure, was the result in the loss of this game. Uh, 305 yards gained for Minnesota. 197 for Cleveland. Only 23 passing yards for them. Only turnover being in way of Minnesota, which was probably an interception, and we will find out. Time position in favor of um, Cleveland as well by just over a minute. Individual stats. We've got Baker Mayfield, 65 yards and a touchdown, sacked four times. Sam Darnold, 219 yards. Yep, there's that interception. So no surprise there. Uh, Sam Darnold seems to be an interception machine, honestly. Nick Chubb, 20 attempts, 166 yards, and a touchdown there for Cleveland. Uh, Alexander Madison for the Minnesota Vikings, 17 attempts, 82 yards, two touchdowns for him. Travis Teen, uh, two attempts, eight yards for him, as well as Dalvin Cook for Minnesota, two attempts for seven yards. Stephon Diggs on top here for Minnesota, six attempts, six attempts, six receptions. 123 yards. You can tell I've been doing this for uh, quite a bit today. I'm trying to catch up on everything. Uh, Kyle Pitts as well, the rookie from Florida. Three receptions, 57 yards for him. T. Higgins in Cleveland. Two receptions for 25 yards. Devonta Smith with a 20 yard reception for Minnesota. Austin Seferin Jenkins with a 14 yard reception. Um, for the Browns, Nick Chubb chipping in with those uh, rushing totals adding with the addition of uh, receiving here, two receptions for 12 yards Jarvis Landry with two receptions, 10 yards and a touchdown as well on defense, Marcus Williams for Minnesota, Uh, eight tackles Cleveland's Denzel Ward Eight tackles, tackle for a loss, and an interception. Nick Kwiatkowski for Cleveland. I think that's how you uh, pronounce his last name. Kwiatkowski, I'm pretty sure. Um, eight tackles and a tackle for a loss on the day for him as well. Daniel Hunter for Minnesota. Seven tackles, tackle for a loss on a sack. Next few here being Cleveland, Mac Wilson, six tackles, tackle for a loss, Joseph Gribble, and Anthony Brown with five tackles. Bud Bud, next few being the Vikings, four tackles, tackle for a loss, two sacks, Everson Griffin, four tackles, tackle for a loss, and a sack, as well as Eric Hendricks with three tackles. Back over to Cleveland, we've got Sheldon Richardson, three tackles, three tackles for a loss, Uh, Larry Okunjobi, three tackles and a tackle for a loss as well to wrap defense up, excuse me, kicking, we've got, and yeah, I was right here as well, Um, Austin Siebert, two for two on extra points, and Matt Prater one for 2 way to go Matt Prater for losing that game for the Vikings, jeez, had a shot to take down a big dog and just choked, Uh, Next game, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Columbus Explorers. 73-13, ass-whooping by Pittsburgh in this game. And I say ass-whooping so proudly. Uh, 30 points scored in the second quarter alone by Pittsburgh. And another 21 in the fourth quarter. 519 yards of offense there for them. 277 for Columbus. Six turnovers in this one, all coming from the Explorers. And time possession was in favor of Columbus by probably about 30 seconds or so. Not that it really matters anyway, because Columbus got their ass handed to them. Um Individual stats. Let's go. Derek King getting some work in here. 131 yards, two touchdowns there for him. Joe Burrow... Uh, uh, Incredible bounce back from the last couple weeks. 340 yards, seven touchdowns there for him. Patrick Mahomes, 208 yards, touchdown, three interceptions, sacked six times in this game. Rushing, again, uh, quarterback on top here. I I really hate quarterbacks being the top rushing stat. I really do. Uh, Patrick Mahomes chipping in here as well as his... Uh, Passing total, 6 attempts, 90 yards, 2 fumbles in this one for him. Chris Carson for Pittsburgh, 12 attempts, 64 yards. Trayvon Williams for Columbus, 14 attempts, 27 yards, 2 fumbles for him as well. And James Conner, just 2 yards on one attempt. Over to receiving, Caden Smith. By far the top leading guy here. 17 receptions, 359 yards, 5 touchdowns. Um, tight end probably, actually not probably. He, he really should have been taken out in this game. I mean, he had uh, over three times as many receptions as anybody else in this game. Um, over twice as many yards. And uh, yeah, he had five times as many touchdowns as anybody else um he should have been taken out he really should have been uh backup should have been put in here uh anyway columbus russell gage jr four receptions 116 yards and a touchdown um chris carson chipping in as well receiving with those rushing totals two receptions 42 yards and a touchdown Deontay Johnson with Pittsburgh, uh, 22 yard touchdown reception. Ricky Seals Jones two receptions, 22 yards and a touchdown as well. Um, even Antonio Brown with a nine yard touchdown reception. So not bad, not bad at all. Uh, over to defense. Ryan Shazier, top guy. Like I said. Dude's last season trying to make a push to the playoffs. Wants to be in the playoffs for his final season. And uh, he put himself up at the top of this board here in this game. Eight tackles and a sack there for him. George Odom for Columbus. Eight tackles, two for a loss. As well as Tyron Matthew with eight tackles as well. Back to Pittsburgh. We've got Devin Bush with seven tackles and an interception. Trey Waynes for the Explorer. Seven tackles. Terrell Basham for Pittsburgh. Uh, next couple being Pittsburgh. Five tackles. Three sacks for him. Uh, Stephon... So, wait, I believe... Didn't he... I'm pretty sure I said... Uh, Mahomes got sacked six times in this one. He did. Sacked six times. Half of them going to... Terrell Basham in this game. Uh, Stefan to it, five tackles, two for a loss and a half a sack, as well as Ronald Darby with four tackles and an interception. Over to the Explorers, David Long Jr. four tackles, Aziz Al Shaheer with four tackles and a tackle for a loss. Uh, Pittsburgh's Kyle Van Noy, three tackles and a second and a half. Mackenzie Alexander for Pittsburgh, three tackles and an interception. Cameron Hayward, two tackles and a half a sack for Pittsburgh. Harrison Phillips for Columbus, two tackles, two sacks. And we move on to kicking. Jordan Berry, two for two from field goal long being 35 yards, making his only extra point attempt, and Chris Boswell 1 for 2 on extra points as well. Uh, as we move on, we've got the Green Bay Packers taking on the Chicago Cougars. 44 14 convincing victory here for Green Bay, scoring 30. Nope, sorry, 20 in the third uh 506 yards of offense there for them 138 for Chicago 29 yards rushing there uh all three turnovers going to Chicago in this game and time possession in favor of Green Bay by just under 10 minutes Aaron Rodgers 279 yards three touchdowns in this one Sean Bryant 122 yards touchdown two interceptions Rushing Christian McCaffrey on top, 21 attempts, 205 yards. Touchdown there for him. Chicago's Kenyon Drake, 11 attempts, 35 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Aaron Jones for Green Bay with 9 attempts, 26 yards, 2 touchdowns. Receiving Devontae Adams on top. No surprise here. Uh, eight receptions 146 yards and a touchdown oj howard for the cougars six receptions 87 yards next few being green bay nick boyle four receptions 61 yards and a touchdown mccaffrey chipping in with 29 yard reception jimmy graham with a 11 yard reception That resulted in a touchdown as well. Uh, Chicago, Michael Thomas, 7-yard reception. Jared Cook with a 5-yard touchdown reception. Uh, Defense, first couple being Chicago here. 10 tackles, 2 for a loss for Demario Davis. Steven Parker, 9 tackles, tackle for a loss. Eli Apple, 8 tackles. Ah, uh, Nitrell Jamerson with seven tackles. Dragon Balls for Green Bay, seven tackles, tackle for a loss. Quincy Williams for Chicago, six tackles, tackle for a loss. Marshawn Lattermore, five tackles. Marcus Davenport, five tackles, tackle for a loss. And a sack. Ah, uh, let's see here. Green Bay. Patrick sore. five tackles, tackle for a loss. Um, Kenny King for Chicago, five tackles, tackle for a loss. Preston Smith for Green Bay, four tackles, two for a loss, and a sack. Jair Alexander for Green Bay, three tackles, tackle for a loss, and an interception. Chicago's Rashawn Gary with three tackles and a sack. Kevin King for Green Bay, two tackles and an interception. Z'Darrius Smith with two tackles, tackle for loss and a sack. I don't know, I'm going to have to check the stats, but I think Z'Darrius Smith may just be now or hovering on that single season sack record. He's had quite a few of them this year. On to kicking, we have a uh, Tiny Boop Squig shortly connecting on a 24-yard attempt, 5 of 6 from extra point, and Chicago's Will Lutz 2 for 2 on extra point as well. And while I am thinking about it, I want to take a look here. Um let's see I'm trying to look at uh the sack total for the season. Um things getting a little slower than normal. So after week sixteen, we are looking at thirty-four, thirty-five sacks here for Zadarius Smith, and the sack total is uh thirty-nine from year one. By Brett Wickstrom. Okay. So he's, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to make it. It's going to take a huge game for him to get that. Uh, So, all right. Let's get back in here. And let's get moving on to the next game, which is the London Monarchs taking on the Dallas Cowboys. A 39-20 victory here for the Monarchs, who need to continue to win to clinch the division. Uh, 411 yards of offense there for them, 188 for Dallas. Uh, four turnovers for London, five for Dallas, and time possession in favor of London, 1706 to 1454. Dak Prescott, 191 yards, a touchdown, four interceptions, eight sacks in this one. Chris Mercado, 127 yards, two interceptions, sacked four times himself. Uh, Again, I'm not liking seeing (sighs) these quarterbacks have more rushing yards than the halfbacks, and it's happening again. Um, This game, I guess, isn't as bad because their leading rusher still had 100 yards, but still, like, if you got a bruiser as a halfback, why are you going to have your freaking quarterbacks running that much? Um, Chris Mercado eight attempts 118 yards there for him fumbling twice and again just the fumbling issues man uh ezekiel elliott sticking here with london 21 attempts 105 yards four touchdowns on the day for him as well as a fumble and kareem hunt three attempts 87 yards and a touchdown for dallas we've got Najee harris 10 attempts 34 yards rodney anderson with five attempts 14 yards Dak Prescott with a five-yard rush as well as a fumble there. On to receiving. Sterling Shepard, three receptions, 56 yards. Dallas, Jay Sternberger, five receptions, 54 yards. Golden Tate, three receptions, 42 yards. Jalen Hurd for Dallas once again. Um, four receptions, 42 yards and a touchdown as well, man, this game's going to get over with pretty quick here. Uh, over to defense, Leighton Vander Esch, 11 tackles, 4 for a loss, and a half sack there for Dallas. Jermaine Pratt for the Monarchs, 8 tackles, 1 for a loss. Jalen Smith of Dallas Cowboys, 8 tackles, 1 tackle for a loss, and an interception. Uh, London's Jonathan Jones, seven tackles, tackle for a loss, and interception. J.J. Watt, seven tackles, tackle for a loss, and seven sacks? Wow. So, i pretty sure our sack record's still seven, maybe it's eight now. Um, if it is still seven, what, just hide it? Um, how many times did I say? Prescott got sacked eight times, and seven of those were from J.J. himself. Man, that's incredible. Wow. Uh, moving on, let's go to Dallas here. Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson here, uh, six tackles and a half sack on the day. Byron Jones for Dallas, five tackles and an interception. London's Kyrie Willis with five tackles and an interception. Anthony Barr for London, five tackles, tackle for a loss. Dallas' is Demarcus Lawrence, four tackles, two and a half sacks for him, as well as London's Kendall Sheffield, four tackles, and an interception as well. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, the second for London, two tackles and an interception. Sorry, a sack, not an interception. Shaq Thompson for London as well with two tackles and the interception. <laughs> ah, great how that one worked out and that about wraps up defense, so let's move on to kicking, um, Dan Bailey for the Cowboys, two for two on the day, long of 39 yards, connecting on both his extra points, Aledrick Rose is connecting on his only field goal of 39 yards as well, four for four from extra point, being 100% perfect as well, um, before I get into the next game, I just want to say a few things here, um, due to, uh, me being a little behind the podcast, um, depending on where you are listening, at least for the United States, um today being the 16th, was Sony's, um, event, which they discussed more about the upcoming PlayStation 5. Uh, for starters, the console will debut November 12th, um, for, you know, obviously the the, the bigger countries, US, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, South Korea, uh, November 19th to the rest of the world. Um, as far as the price of the consoles, we've got 499 basically $500 US for the regular edition and $400 for the digital edition. U.S., um, as well as being reported by IGN that pre-orders for the system will start tomorrow, which, if you are in the States, will be Thursday, September 17th. Um, So, anybody interested in joining us, uh, just PlayStation in general, um, gaming in general. Anybody who likes PlayStation. There's a little, uh, there's a little tidbit there for for you guys. Um, before I jump into the uh, next game, which I'm going to currently do now. Baltimore Ravens, Detroit Lions, 43-10 victory for them. The Ravens, that is, as they try to claw their way to the playoffs uh let's see here baltimore scoring 23 points in the fourth quarter alone 435 yards offense for them 24 yards of offense for detroit in this one eight rushing 16 passing jesus <laughs> oh man that's great um Ten total turnovers in this one. 3-2 Baltimore, 7-2 Detroit. As well as time possession in favor of Baltimore by just under five minutes as well. Uh, Casey Mann getting a little bit of work here in this one. Uh, Six yards. Kyler Murray, 134 yards and an interception uh Tim Boyle for Detroit 65 yards, 7 interceptions for him. Uh as far as rushing is concerned, again, um quarterback on top. Kyler Murray, uh 9 attempts, 154 yards, 3 touchdowns, two fumbles there for him. Again, you know, QB fumbling. Todd Gurley, 15 attempts, 140 yards, 2 touchdowns. Mark Ingram, 4 attempts, 23 yards. Uh, Let's see, what does Detroit have? Puka Williams, 2 attempts, 5 yards. on Johnson, 11 attempts, 3 yards. Wow, 11 attempts and 3 yards. A .3 average. That is horrible. This game go any worse for detroit all right let's see how bad receiving can get for these guys mark andrews for baltimore three receptions 57 yards tj hawkinson for detroit looking to be the only right spot of this game for them three receptions 41 yards yeah it was an all right game uh back to baltimore miles boykin 40 yard reception Kaysen Rudy, two receptions, 37 yards. LaVisca Shenhalt for Detroit, a 16-yard reception. Malik Turner, two receptions for seven yards. Uh, as well as Nikhil Harry for Baltimore with a six-yard reception. On defense, uh, Tracy Walker for Detroit on top, eight tackles. Son Reddick as well for them, seven tackles, two for a loss, and a sack. Baltimore's Aaron Donald tops here for them, Uh, seven tackles, four tackles for a loss, two sacks. Next couple being Detroit, Gregory Rousseau, uh, six tackles, two for a loss, sack and a half. Will Parks, five tackles, two tackles for a loss, and an interception. Donald Payne with five tackles. Next few being Baltimore, Tavon Young, five tackles and an interception. Deshaun Elliott, four tackles and a tackle for a loss. As well as Jalen Ferguson with four tackles and two sacks. Detroit's Justin Coleman, four tackles and a half a sack. And Jordan Whitehead with three tackles as well. Baltimore's Tony Jefferson, the second. Uh, Three tackles, a tackle for a loss, as well as two interceptions on the day for him. Detroit's Trey Flowers. uh, Three tackles, tackle for a loss, and a half a sack. Baltimore's Tyrone Crawford. Uh, three sack. yeah, three sacks, three tackles and a sack, not three sacks. Uh, the rookie from Ole Miss, Mohamed Sanogo for Baltimore as well, two tackles and an interception. I believe that might be the rookie's first career interception. Could be wrong, but I'm not sure. Uh, back to Detroit, we've got Damian Harrison Sr., two tackles, sack and a half. And Baltimore's Brandon Williams with a tackle and a sack. And Baltimore's J.C. Jackson with a tackle and three interceptions in that game. It's a good thing I continued to look right there because I was not going to. And I would have completely missed Jackson's three interception stat. So I'm glad I did. This is why I always look toward the bottom to be sure i don't miss any big stat uh moving on to kicking to finish off this game justin tucker two for two from field goal range 23 being along here five for five from extra point and michael Badgley connecting on a 43 yarder as well as making his only extra point of the day as well pretty much the only bright spot there for uh detroit in this one (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next up, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington Redskins. Philly kind of in a tailspin here, taking another loss, 38-15. 492 yards of offense for Washington, 264 for Philly. Uh, Only turnover going to the Eagles and time possession vastly, vastly in favor of the Washington football team. Um. Dwayne Haskins, 343 yards, five touchdowns on the day there for him. Justin Fields, 186 yards, as well as an interception. For rushing totals, we've got uh, Darius Juice, 21 attempts, 88 yards. Forrest Gump, 12 attempts, 61 yards, as well as a touchdown. Uh, Let's see. Washington's Lamar Miller, 6 attempts, 24 yards. Matt Burita, 3 attempts, for 20 yards. Justin Fields chipping in with a 7-yard rush for Philly as well as Dwayne Haskins Jr. with a 6-yard attempt as well with his totals. Miles Sanders from Philly, 4 attempts, 5 yards, and a touchdown as well to finish off our rushing totals. Uh, receiving first couple being Washington here eight receptions 170 yards and a touchdown for Steven Sims Jordan Reed nine receptions 103 yards on a touchdown Uh, Terry McLaurin five receptions 66 yards Philadelphia's Brandon Cook six receptions 64 yards back to Washington Marquez Valdez Scantling three receptions 32 yards Julio Jones for Philly two receptions 30 yards with a 25-yard reception, Trent Taylor with a 25-yard reception, um, Curtis Samuel, two receptions, 23 yards, Tyler Higby with a 19-yard reception. Back to Washington, we've got Darius Juice chipping in on the receiving end, as well as his rushing totals, two receptions, 17 yards, both being touchdowns. Uh, Caleb Wilson with a 3-yard touchdown reception as well. On defense, first couple for Philly, uh, Saha Williams, uh, 8 tackles, tackle for a loss. Sidney Jones, the 4th, 8 tackles. Uh, Kello Witherspoon and Nicholas Morrow both with 7 tackles. And Caden Stearns with 6 tackles on the day. For Washington, we've got Trevor Williams with 6 tackles. Back to Philly for the next couple. Ben Neiman, six tackles, tackle for a loss. Matt Milano, six tackles, tackle for a loss. And Shelby Harris, five tackles, tackle for a loss. Uh, next few for Washington here, five tackles, tackle for a loss, as well as a sack for Derek Brown. Patrick Sertain, um, the second, four tackles, tackle for a loss. Landon Collins, Jonathan Allen, Corey Littleton, all with three tackles on the day for Washington. Uh, Josh Sweat for Philly having the same. And Xavier Thomas with three tackles and a sack as well there for Washington. Um, Sharif Miller for the Eagles, two tackles and a sack, which looks to finish those totals for us. So let's move on to finish this game with kicking. Uh, Redskins' Graham Gano, 37-yard field goal, 5-for-5 on extra point. Jake Elliott connecting on his only attempt as well. Um, Let's see here. Up next, we have uh, Denver Broncos going up against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, 56-26 victory here for um, Denver. 28 scored in the fourth. Uh, 391 yards of offense for um, Denver. 293 for the Bills. One turnover for the Broncos. Two for the Bills. And time possession in favor of Denver, 1646 to 1514. Justin Herbert, 284 yards, three touchdowns, interception on the day. Josh Allen, 228 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Philip Lindsey, 25 attempts, 88 yards, three touchdowns for him. Pretty, uh, I, I want to say great, but pretty good game for Philip Lindsey. Let's put it that way. Um, 25 attempts. The fact that he got that many, that's incredible. Uh, Three touchdowns, incredible. 88 yards, obviously not bad, but uh, he probably wanted that 100-yard day. I mean, can't have a great game with that many attempts, that many touchdowns, and then not reach 100 yards. So, good game by Phillip Lindsey. Not great, good. Uh, Devin Singletary for the Buffalo Bills. 16 attempts, 46 yards there for him um denver's justin herbert chipping in on the rushing as well with his passing totals five attempts 23 yards david johnson for buffalo nine attempts 22 yards um we've got josh allen chipping in here as well two attempts for seven yards with his passing totals and denver's andy janovich Four attempts, seven yards with a fumble there as well. For receiving, we've got Denver's Mike Williams on top. Four receptions, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, For Buffalo, J.J. Arkega, white side, eight receptions, 80 yards, two touchdowns. A really solid game there for him. Uh, Gerald Everett, seven receptions, 73 yards for the tight end. Cortland Sutton, who's dropped off quite a bit over recent weeks. Um, three receptions, 47 yards there for him in Denver. Uh, Noah Font as well, four receptions, 45 yards. Geronimo Allison, three receptions, 41 yards and a touchdown. For Buffalo, David Johnson, five receptions, 36 yards and a touchdown. Um, Philip Dorsett, three receptions, 32 yards. Phillip Lindsay chipping in as well, three receptions, 32 yards. And we've got Troy Fumagalli with a nine-yard touchdown reception as well to finish that off. On defense, Kenneth Murray for the Broncos, um, 10 tackles, two tackles for a loss. Isaiah Simmons, 8 tackles, tackle for a loss. For the Bills, Ed Oliver, 8 tackles, 4 tackles for a loss, as well as a sack. And Voshan Joseph with 8 tackles, 2 tackles for a loss as well. Chris Harris Jr. for the Broncos, 7 tackles, tackle for a loss. Micah Hyde for Bal- yeah, Baltimore, for Buffalo, uh, six tackles and an interception. Derek Barnett for Denver, six tackles, tackle for a loss and an inter- uh sack. Bradley Chubb, six tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack as well. Justin Simmons, um, five tackles, two interceptions. Matthew, I notice four tackles, two for a loss and a sack. Buffalo. Gino Atkins, four tackles and a half a sack, as well as Gerard Davis, four tackles, tackle for a loss and a half a sack. Um, Finishing it up, we've got Klayas Campbell for the Broncos, three tackles, tackle for a loss and a sack. And that actually is the last one for that, so let's move on to kicking. Matt Coughlin, uh, two for two, long being 43 yards, as well as connecting on both extra points. Greg Zerloin making all eight of his as well. Next up, we've got the San Diego Ch- 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 Crusaders. I almost wanted to say Chargers there. <laughs> Still not over the fact that the Chargers went from San Diego to L.A., and then now we got them back in San Diego's Crusaders. Uh, 29-10 victory there for them. 447 yards of offense. 166 for Oakland. Uh two turnovers for Oakland six for the Crusaders time possession in favor of them as well. 1804 to 1356. Easton Stick, 480 yards, three touchdowns, five interceptions. Derek Carr 137 yards, touchdown and an interception. Oh, excuse me. Uh both guys sacked five and six times respectively. Hunter a wide receiver for Oakland. uh, 42-yard rushing attempt, not bad. Latavius Murray, 13 attempts, 21 yards, and a fumble. Easton Stick for San Diego, getting in on the rushing. Six attempts, 21 yards, a touchdown, and a fumble as well. Chase Edmonds, two attempts on, a yard, and Derek Carr with a fumble as well. Receiving, we got Keenan Allen up top. Six receptions, 177 yards, and a touchdown. Jake Butt, three receptions, 124 yards, and a touchdown. Hunter Renfro for Oakland getting a couple receptions here as well with that huge rush. Uh, Two receptions, 87 yards, and a touchdown. San Diego's Taiwan Taylor, six receptions, 63 yards. Justin Jefferson, three receptions, 62 yards, and a touchdown as well there for San Diego. Uh, Royce Freeman, four receptions, 27 yards. Latavius Murray, three receptions, 26 yards. Did he not? I don't believe he had. Oh, yes, he did. Okay, I was about to say, did he not have rushing totals? Yes, Latavius Murray did. So there's that to go in with the fun of uh, those rushing totals. Defensively, we've got Christian Fulton for San Diego. Uh, Eight tackles, tackle for a loss. Oakland, Trayvon Mullen, six tackles and an interception. Uh, let's see, Joey Bosa. Next couple being San Diego, six tackles, tackle for a loss, six sacks for Joey Bosa. What a game! Oh man, that's like the third time, maybe the fourth time in the last couple games where somebody's had as many sacks as tackles, or even more sacks than tackles. Absolutely incredible, and that's at a huge number eight as well. Um, not you know these guys with one tackle, one sack, this that, whatever. Um, Dylan Moses, five tackles, two tackles for a loss. Drew Tranquil, five tackles, tackle for a loss as well. Next few, Oakland here. Jelani Tavai, five tackles, two for a loss. Four tackles for Daryl Worley. Cole Holcomb, four tackles, two interceptions. LaMarcus Joyner, three tackles, tackle for a loss as well as an interception. Uh... Kayla Von Casson, uh, three tackles, three sacks. So, then, yeah, you know, there's another one. Um, continuing with Oakland, Nickel, Roby, Coleman, two tackles, and an interception to Karis McKinley, two tackles, two sacks. Um. That looks like it about wraps up. Oh, here's one. Uh, I guess this one will wrap up San Diego and our defense. Um, Adrian Phillips, not one stat except the interception. So, like I said, this is why I, um, I always uh, look through all the stats because you just never know what you're going to find. On to kicking, we've got Daniel Carlson making a 44-yarder, connecting on his extra point, his only extra point, And Randy Bullock connecting on a 45-yarder and making two out of his four extra points. So as this game is over and we move on, we have... The Houston Texans taking on the Seattle Seahawks. 43-7 victory here for Houston. 20 points in the fourth. 433 yards of offense there for them. 157 for Seattle. Only 6 yards rushing for Seattle. Two turnovers for the Texans, four for the Seahawks. And time possession in favor of Houston. 1739 to 1421. Deshaun Watson, 272 yards, 3 touchdowns. Russell Wilson, 191 yards, touchdown, 4 interceptions. Duke Johnson Jr., 25 attempts, 168 yards, 3 touchdowns, and a fumble there for him. Um, Watson chipping in with that passing total on rushing, 2 attempts, 14 yards. See Breezy, 6 attempts, 6 yards, and a fumble for Seattle. James White for Houston, 4 attempts, 4 yards, and a fumble a lot of fumbles in this game um, russell wilson not having a rushing attempt but he fumbled the ball as well man that's a lot of fumbles in this one uh receiving we've got will fuller the fifth two receptions 117 yards two touchdowns so both those receptions being touchdowns for him uh, seattle's will disley five receptions 94 yards and a touchdown back to Houston, Kenny Stills, three receptions, 89 yards, Cody White, two receptions, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Next few for Seattle, Tyler Lockett, two receptions, 25 yards, DK Metcalf, three receptions, 22 yards, Cedric Wilson, three receptions, 21 yards, C Breezy, uh, not a great day, rushing, not a a great day receiving either, but he did get 8 receptions for 20 yards, so it's much better than what he had um, with those rushing totals. On to defense, we've got Chaz Surratt, 10 tackles, 3 sacks there for Houston. Uh, and Bernardrick Bikini, 9 tackles for him as well. Next few here for Seattle, which Davion Clowney. Eight tackles, three tackles for a loss, and then a sack for him. Bobby Wagner, eight tackles, as well as Shaquille Griffin with four, sorry, eight tackles as well. I don't know why I wanted to say four tackles right there. Um, back to Houston, we've got Logan Ryan with six tackles to Seattle once again. Keanu Neal with six tackles. Ben Burr, Curvin, five tackles, two for a loss. Uh, Houston's Zach Cunningham, four tackles and an interception. Justin Reed as well, three tackles and an interception. And Chuck Clark, two tackles, a tackle for a loss, and an interception as well. Uh, Javon Kinlaw for them. You've got uh, two tackles and two sacks. Bradley Roby, two tackles and an interception. Back to Seattle here. Uh, Tedrick Thompson, two tackles and a sack to finish up the defense. Uh, as we move to kicking here, we've got Brett Mayer connecting on a 24-yarder, being 2-for-5 from extra point, though, for Houston. And Jason Myers, 0-for-2 on field goals and connecting on his only extra point. Up next, we have San Francisco 49ers taking on... um. The Arizona Cardinals, a 79, sorry, 73 210. Ass whooping here for San Francisco taking this one. um, Scoring 28 in the second quarter. 654 yards of offense there for them. 218 for Arizona. 18 of those yards being rushing. Two turnovers for San Fran. Five for Arizona. Time possession on Arizona's side. Not that it matters i see, by about a minute and a half, just over that. Jimmy G, 325 yards, 5 touchdowns, and an interception. Brock Purdy, getting a little bit of time in, 42 yards, touchdown, and an interception as well. And Andrew Luck, 234 yards, touchdown, 4 interceptions. Rushing, we've got Tevin Coleman on top, 18 attempts, 217 yards, and a touchdown. Raheem Mostert, three attempts 72 yards and a touchdown as well as Jimmy G chipping in with a 20 yard rush with that passing total and Purdy Brock Purdy with um a 28 yard attempt as well with those passing totals but fumbled again you know QB's fumbling and I say again you know QB's fumbling like all the time really do it's a freaking nightmare um tony pollard for arizona 16 attempts 16 yards andrew luck with a two-yard attempt with that fumble as well receiving dante pettis five receptions 173 yards two touchdowns arizona's tony pollard helping out on the receiving end as well nine receptions 96 yards debo samuel uh, 95-yard touchdown reception. Travis Kelsey, 7 receptions, 70 yards and a touchdown. George Kittle with 4 receptions, 60 yards, 3 touchdowns for the Niners. Um, Robert Foster for the Niners with 30-yard reception. Christian Kirk, 3 receptions, 30 yards for the Cards. As well as Chris Olive with... The rookie from Ohio State, two uh, receptions, 22 yards for him. Moving to defense, we've got Fred Warner. Um, for Sam Fran, nine tackles, tackle for a loss. Richard Sherman, eight tackles, three for a loss. Buda Baker for Arizona, eight tackles, tackle for a loss. Next few, San Fran, A.J. Green, 7 tackles, tackle for a loss, 2 interceptions. Nick Bosa with 7 tackles, tackle for a loss, and a sack. And D Ford with 6 tackles, tackle for a loss, and 3 sacks. Brett Lickstrom, next few, Arizona, 6 tackles, 2 sacks. Patrick Peterson, 6 tackles, tackle for a loss, and an interception. Cameron Dantzler, 5 tackles. Um and Jerome Baker with five tackles, tackle for loss for San Fran. Next few here, we've got Chris Westry and Keon Krasolm, five tackles, tackle for loss. Quan Alexander, five tackles, two for a loss and a pick. Solomon Thomas, four tackles, two for a loss. Von Miller in Arizona with three tackles and a sack as well. Tavarius Moore, San Fran, two tackles and an interception. Byron Murphy, Jr., Arizona, two tackles and an interception as well. And Chandler Jones for Arizona to wrap this up, a tackle and a sack. On to kicking, we got Giorgio Tavecchio connecting on a 56-yarder, plus all 10 extra points. Zane Gonzalez, one for two uh making the 48 yarder while the other one was blocked and making his only extra point attempt as well. Uh let's see here. Down to the final two games, we've got the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Brooklyn Bulls. Uh Brooklyn on a little bit of a slide as well, losing this one 24-21, 353 yards of offense for Indy, 284 for Brooklyn. Just one turnover for the Colts. You've got four there for the Bulls. Uh, Let's see. What am I missing here? Time possession vastly in favor of uh, Indianapolis as well. Um, Actually, give me one second here, guys. i got to take a look at something real quick. Okay, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so when I go to uh, send this one out, I actually have to do a little bit of a readjust for the name. I was thinking it was Week 15, we're on Week 16. You know, after a while, these things start to blend together. Anyway, let's move on to the individual stats of the Indy and Brooklyn game. Um, Josh Dobbs getting a little bit of work in here, 10 yards. Jacoby Brissett, 257 yards and a touchdown. Lamar Jackson, 215 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions on the day for him. Rushing, we've got Marlon Mack, 19 attempts, 64 yards, did fumble one time. Sonny Michelle, 13 attempts, 53 yards. Lamar Jackson chipping in as well, three attempts and 17 yards. Jacoby Brissett helping his cause as well with those passing totals. Six attempts, 13 rushing yards and one touchdown. I got Cooper Cup fumbling, obviously, which is going to be on a reception. Uh, Speaking of receiving, Irv Smith Jr., nine receptions, 92 yards. Kendrick Bourne, eight receptions, 65 yards there for Indianapolis. Amari Cooper, five receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown. Devin Funchess for the Colts four receptions, 46 yards. Adam Shaheen for Brooklyn. Actually, these next few will be for them. Uh, three receptions, 38 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup, three receptions, 37 yards. Tylen Wallace, two receptions, 36 yards. Dallas Goder, um three receptions 31 yards Milan Mack chipping in as well there for Indy two receptions 29 yards Alshon Jeffrey with a 23 yard reception uh Sonny Michelle helping his cause there in Brooklyn two receptions for 17 yards Jack Doyle with two receptions eight yards and a touchdown there for the Colts as well Moving on to defense, Timothy Poindexter, 13 tackles, 1 for a loss, and a second and a half for the Bulls. Jalen Ramsey with 9 tackles as well. Uh, Indianapolis' is Bobby O'Creek, 8 tackles, 2 for a loss. Derwin James Jr. for Brooklyn, the next few being for the bulls seven tackles two for a loss Holton Hill seven tackles one for a loss Jawan Bentley six tackles tackle for a loss and Grant Pitt with five tackles one for a loss as well as John Johnson the third with four tackles uh Indianapolis Malik Hooker as well as Angel Fernandez both with uh four tackles AJ Epinesa for Brooklyn, four tackles, two for a loss. Darius Leonard for the Colts, three tackles, a sack, and an interception. It's not a bad day there for the linebacker. Um, We've got Brandon Graham for the Bulls, three tackles, and a sack. Brandon Jones for Indy with three tackles, and an interception. Uh, Darius Williams for Brooklyn, two tackles, and a half a sack, as well as Patrick Johnson with two tackles, and a full sack as well. Uh, the longtime practice squad player for the New England Patriots. Um, Indianapolis had signed him not long ago. Antoine Winfield's son, Antoine Winfield Jr., coming up with two tackles in the game. And I believe that's the first time we have mentioned him at all um, this entire year. So let's move on to finish this game Uh, heading to kicking and reach our last game of Week 16. We've got Cody Wise for Indianapolis, 3-for-3 from field goal range. uh, Sorry, 29 being the long there and making his only extra point attempt and Robbie Gold connecting on all three extra point attempts as well. And last but not least, our final game of week 16 before we reach our final week of the season. Next cast, um, the Miami Dolphins taking on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Miami needs a win here to try to keep uh, up with New England for the division. Panthers win this though, 35-21. Um, so next week, New England will be in a win and clinch situation now if they lose a miami wins miami likely will end up with division but as of right now it'll be either a miami loss or a new england win clinching the division there for them and the i believe three possibly four seed um as i said um carolina 35 21 379 yards of offense for them 380 for miami All three, oh, sorry, the only one turnover in this game. I was looking at punt yards there. Only turnover in this game going to Miami and time possession in favor of them as well by just under three minutes. Like, well, let's say like two and a half is what they got there. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, 236 yards, two touchdowns on the day for him. Uh, Cam Newton, 309 yards, touchdown and an interception. Rashad Penny, 13 attempts, 94 yards, and a touchdown for the Panthers. J.K. Dobbins, 12 attempts, 38 yards. Felix Gerrard, 10 attempts, 24 yards, a touchdown, and a fumble there for the rookie. Uh, Let's see. Kenneth Gainwell, 7 attempts, 21 yards for Carolina. Gus Edwards, 4 attempts, 15 yards, and a touchdown. Trubisky. Uh, doing his own thing, chipping in as well, three attempts, 13 yards, and a touchdown, as well as Miami's Camden Brown, three attempts, nine yards, and a touchdown there as well. Um, On to receiving, we have... uh, Albert Wilson on top here, seven receptions, 99 yards for... Um, Miami, as well as Preston Williams, five receptions, 65 yards. Uh, Mike Aseki for Miami as well, five receptions, 63 yards. Adam Humphreys, next couple being Carolina, seven receptions, 60 yards. Pat Friermuth, five receptions, 53 yards. Jalen Regor, six receptions. 47 yards and a touchdown. Gary Jennings for the Dolphins. Three receptions for 45 yards as well. Um, Marcus Baugh for Carolina with a 13-yard touchdown reception. Camden Brown for Miami with a 6-yard uh, touchdown reception as well to go along with the little bit that he did rushing. On to defense, we've got um, Alex Anzalone. 11 tackles, tackle for a loss, as well as a sack on the day. Miami's Daron Lee, 10 tackles, tackle for a loss. Julian Love for Carolina, 10 tackles and an interception. Raekwon McMillan, as you know, with the Dolphins, 7 tackles, tackle for a loss. Next few here being Carolina, James Bradbury, the 4th, 6 tackles. Trey Boston, five tackles, tackle for a loss. Gerald McCoy, five tackles, tackle for a loss on a sack. As well as Ashari Croswell, five tackles. Next being next couple being Miami. Um, rookie from Florida, Joey Rutherford, uh, four tackles, tackle for a loss. Vita V, four tackles, two for a loss. As well as Devon Godchow, four for two loss, two. Four tackles for two losses, Jesus Almighty. Um, Jordan Kuznizak, or however the fuck he's pronounced this last name. Kunizak, Kun, Kuna, Shizik, Kuna Shizik, Shizik, Kuna Shizik. Pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Anyway, Carolina, flopping me up. Always with players. Uh, next couple being them as well. Uh, Kuna Shizik. Four tackles, tackle for a loss. Sheldon Rankins, four tackles, two for a loss, as well as two sacks. Uh, Cameron Jordan, three tackles and a tackle for a loss, as well to round out our defense. And to finish off Week 16 here, we move on to kicking. Uh, Steven Gostowski, five for five from extra point as well as Brandon McMahon is from Miami, 0 for Miami 0-1 on field goals, but making all three uh, of his extra points. So that almost wraps up our regular season, guys. Just one week to go before we reach the playoffs. Um, for the most part, the playoffs are clear. It's just a matter of seeding. Um, because you know, we've got some games where uh, we're in a win and in situation between two division rivals um, with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. We've got a win and clinch situation for New England. Um, I believe, green bay no i don't think green Bay's in that situation i believe london may possibly be in that situation um so yeah i mean it's just a matter of you know a couple things like obviously the winner of the division is gonna have the higher seed so uh you're gonna want the higher seed you're definitely gonna want to win try to win the division not that it really matters um we had a Well, no, he did win the division last year. I was going to say Tennessee, but he was in the wild card round, but he did win his division. Um, You know, like, it is what it is, honestly. Um, Just a great year of competition. It really is. Uh, So, definitely can't wait to show you guys kind of... um, What we have in store next, I guess is how I want to put it, uh, for our last week as well as getting to you what our, um, our Pro Layoff Outlook is looking like. Uh, the final thing I want to to tell you guys about. Is our uh, uh Man, I'm at a loss for words at the moment. Power rankings. That's what it was. <laughs> oh man. Been a long day. Been a very, very long day. Um Yeah. Last thing I got for you guys is the the final power ranking for the regular season. Um as I said, the last time the power rankings come out, what's what's really unique with us right now is um we've had up to that point four different rankings with four different number ones. Uh this week's honestly no different with um Denver losing to Cleveland it put uh OKC in a unique position, Um, they happen to win out, and actually, you know, they lost their first game of the season and then haven't lost the rest of the year up till now, um, so far, so pretty pretty crazy for them. Um, So, number one ranking goes to the Oklahoma City Nighthawks, Uh, definitely deserved for them. And as I said, five rankings, five different number ones, just so unique with us and absolutely incredible with the fact that our uh, our competition so well that anybody at any given time, any given ranking can take that number one spot. Absolutely incredible. Uh, so the first person to sit there and stay on top which likely could very well be next year. I mean, I don't see us being able to sustain this level uh, of new number ones very much longer, but uh, it'll be definitely a a change to see somebody stay up there for more than a week. Uh, Moving on, our number one at the beginning of the year the san francisco 49ers make their way up to rank number two uh they only had that one loss which was to brooklyn and then turned around and beat them you know putting them in that position number three we have the cleveland browns as i said uh cleveland beat the then undefeated uh denver teams so they were ranked fifth up to third here uh, number four, Brooklyn staying where they were. Brooklyn Bulls, they didn't do anything too exciting. Uh, nothing game-changing to really fluctuate them to not too much. Uh, Denver Broncos dropping to the number five spot here after that loss that they had had. New England moving up to number six. Green Bay Packers up to number seven. The Philadelphia Eagles dropping to number eight. Um, You know, they've had a string of losses. So, you know, while they're still a good team, um, you can't warrant them with a very good position when they're not winning games. I mean, it is the power ranking after all. Uh, The games and winning these games actually matter. Um, Number nine, we've got... A new team in here, I don't believe they've ever been in here, and they have not, is the London Monarchs. They have been on the uh, Honorable Mentions before, which was our post-Super Bowl, which was our very first ranking when they were still the New York Giants. So rank number nine, the Mo- London Monarchs for the first time. Um, number 10, we've got the Minnesota Vikings because of uh Miami losing a lot they dropped off this ranking again you need to win to stay on the ranking that's pretty much how it goes um their first time on the ranking they were on the honorable mention well no sorry this is their second time on the ranking my bad I forgot they were ranked 10th a couple weeks back um they dropped to honorable mention making their way back up into the top 10 here uh Chicago Cougars completely gone as they fell apart as well. And our honorable mentions here going to the Houston Texans, who beat a couple good teams, one being the New England Patriots. Um, so they deserved a spot. And the Baltimore Ravens, who beat um, the Green Bay Packers and went 4-0 and um, in this the span of weeks. uh 13 to 16. So congratulations, everybody, in the last ranking. Um, we will have our next one, I believe, after the Super Bowl, I think is what it is, our post-Super Bowl one. I honestly can't remember off the top of my head. I'd have to look. But um, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this one, you know, pumped out two casts in one day trying to get everything back caught up um now that I am to that point the only one I've got left which after tonight is uh we actually after tonight we end up in the playoffs but um the only the only podcast I got left is our week 17 and our wild card preview so um definitely be on the lookout for that one guys. Uh don't forget to listen to the earlier podcasts weeks 13 and 14. Definitely listen to this one weeks 15 and 16 as our playoff positions heat up. Definitely take a look out for that next one with our wild card preview to see who's playing who in the wild card round. Hopefully the wild card round stands up to its name as so far the playoff seeding and getting into the playoffs has this year it's going to be an exciting year next year um with the addition of the third wild card position so i wonder if it's going to be a little more tamed if we're going to have a couple of those other teams you know who almost miss out now having a chance to try to get in there, see how that motivates them to, you know, trying to play it out and, uh, get their chance to be in the spotlight. Um, just an incredible time. It really is. Um, as I said, I'm also gonna try (sighs) to my core, like I I pray to God that I can do it. Um, be able to uh, keep playoffs at bay enough to stay on top of the podcast so we can get some post-game interviews and with our players um, with our owners our users however it is you want to call them Uh, I feel like that'd be a pretty cool and unique thing to do for um, not only the podcast but the league itself Um, but with that, uh I will let you guys go for now, as I said, be on the lookout next time around that the podcast is up. We've got week seventeen, final week of the regular season, our wild card preview to see what games we got going on there, maybe break it down a little bit, see uh what you what could be seen happening in this game um based on what happened this year maybe you know prior i don't know i i haven't gotten all up into that one yet so i'll kind of kind of feel that one out as i go a little bit but for now take it easy guys